With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day you are faced with battles. From small, seemingly insignificant issues to bigger threats that leave you angry and confused. All leading towards a deterioration of your faith, family union, and life according to God's word. Welcome to the Righteous Warriors podcast. Wake up the warrior in you. Live according to the code of Righteous Warrior. Become the warrior. And now, here is your host, Dr. Alan Waller. Hey, this is Alan Waller, and you are joining the Righteous Warrior podcast. I want to thank you for being a part of this conversation today, and I hope that you will join me in a weekly conversation as we call out the warrior in you. As we consider what does it mean to be a righteous warrior, what does it mean to be a man, a man of faith, a man that has family, a man that has a commitment to his community, a man that believes he can make a difference in the world. And as I told you, my name is Alan Waller. I'm the pastor of the Enon Tabernacle Baptist Church in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. More importantly, I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a man who has had great success and also great failure. I'm a man who has learned from his mistakes, and I'm a man who likes to pass on the learning. I'm a man like you that struggles to understand what does it mean to be a man in the 21st century. I'm a man raised by men of another era, and I'm a man that understands what it means to be a man yesterday, but what does it mean to be a man today? What does it mean to be a warrior? I've traveled this world to study the different warrior class cultures in different cultures around the world. And there's something that ties all of us, whether you are American, European, African, Asian, whether you're black or white, Hispanic, whatever you are, if you are a man, there's something on the inside of you that calls you to be a warrior. There's something on the inside of you that calls you to your best self. I want to speak to that part of you. I want to challenge you each week to think about what does it mean to be your best self? What does it mean to do as you understand it, what God has created you to do? I am a Christian, and so I will always share from that perspective. But even if you don't share my faith, I think there's a conversation that you and I can have. I'm African-American, but even if you are not from my culture, there's something that ties us together as men. There's something that ties us together because all of us are men in some way. You are a son. You are a brother. You are a father. You are a friend. You are an uncle. You're a grandfather. You're a grandson. You are a man, and your community needs you to be the best man that you can be. So I want to invite you to call out the warrior in you. I want to share with you my journey. I want to take up subjects that will cause us to wrestle together. I hope at times you'll agree with me, and I hope at times you'll disagree with me. Because as men, we can learn to disagree without being disagreeable. As men, we are responsible to create a context where our families flourish and where our countries grow where the economy gets better, 
and where the community thrives. That's what righteous warriors can do for their context. That's what righteous warriors can do for their community. That's why I'm calling out the warrior in you. Where does this come from? I'm 54 years old, and so I've seen some men's movements come through America. Particularly back in the 90s, some of you will remember there were two movements that, while I celebrate them, it feels to me as if they missed the mark for my voice. There was one movement called the Promise Keepers, and I appreciate, as a Christian, I appreciate the seven promises of a Promise Keeper. The Promise Keeper movement called us to think about what it means to be Christian men and what it means to love God, love our families, and live biblical lives. And I enjoyed the Promise Keeper movement. However, every time I gathered with the Promise Keepers, it felt like it was calling me to a very right-winged, conservative Christian agenda that included requiring me to be Republican, that included requiring me to have dogmatic stances on things we don't understand. And there was a part of my voice that was left out. Then there was the Million Man March. Many of you will remember the Million Man March, Louis Farrakhan, the Nation of Islam, and men calling black men all of America to Washington, D.C., and it was a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day when one million men gathered on the mall. The language that was used there was atoning for our sins and promising to go back to the community and do better. I celebrate that sociologically, but for me as a Christian, my sins were atoned for not in Washington, D.C., but at Calvary. And there was a part of the Million Man March movement that uh, felt to sideline or seemed to me to sideline my faith. So in both instances, as a black Christian man, I felt the Promise Keepers and the Million Man March missed my voice. And so what it means to be a righteous warrior is for me to lift my voice as a unique figure in history, and that is I'm an African-American Christian. I don't always fit over into the Promise Keeper movement on the far right, and there was something missing for me in the Million Man March because it sidelined the uniqueness of Jesus. So what it means to be a righteous warrior is to be able to celebrate other movements but have a conviction that you hold for yourself, and my conviction is that in all of us as men, there's a warrior waiting to come out. A warrior is not someone that just wants to fight. A warrior is a man that loves himself, that loves God, that loves his community and his family, and is giving back, that understands his strengths and weaknesses, and daily seeking to be the best man that he can be. And I want to call out the warrior in you. Today in this first episode, I simply want to remind you and call you to get in the game. Get in the game. What am I talking about? Uh, There's a psalm, the 90th psalm, written by Moses. And in this psalm, he says, the number of our years are threescore and ten. And then he goes on and says, and if by reason of strength we make it to fourscore, Now, this song is an observatory psalm or a psalm that does not guarantee 
us 80 years, but it is a psalm that says, on average, men live to be about 80 years. Now, of course, depending upon where you're living, there are life averages and life expectancy averages that are different than that biblical number. But on average, what Moses was saying is, it seems that men make it to about 80 years. If that's true, and if we can use that as a rubric, I'd like for you to consider a sports game in America. Lots of our sports in America have four quarters. I'm sorry if you're listening to this from another perspective and your sport has two halves, but from my perspective, our sports have four quarters. And I want to suggest to you that you can look at your life in quarters. I want to suggest to you that the first quarter is between your birth and the age 20. That's the first quarter of your life. The second quarter of your life is between 21 and 40. If you made it to 40, got news for you, bro, you're at halftime. The third quarter of your life is from 41 to 60. And then the fourth quarter of your life is from 61 to 80. That's the fourth quarter. And then, of course, we have something uh, in American football that after the fourth quarter, you've got something called sudden death. Well, if you think about life in terms of quarters, there's a way to play the game at each quarter. In the first quarter, that's when you come out and you're learning the other team. You're coming out. You're learning yourself. You're coming out and you're trying things. You are putting it all on the table. You are developing your gifts and you are discovering your calling. You are discovering who you are. Yes, you're young. You make mistakes, but got news for you. You can fumble a ball in the first quarter and still win the game. So the first quarter of life is a youthful quarter. The first quarter of life is exploring, it's understanding, it's beginning, it's exciting. The second quarter, between 21 and 40, that is the major quarter of being a young adult. That is taking what you have learned, get in the game, and as we would say, do the doggone thing. Live your life. Try experiences, learn people, create community, begin families, begin careers, give the best of your service. In the second quarter, that's where the meat of this game happens. In the second quarter, we have successes. In the second quarter, we have failures, but it's still the first half of life. And you still have room to make mistakes. You still have room to have successes. The second quarter is where you're going to have the majority of your physical strength. Press yourself. Try. Don't let anybody else define what you are to be and who you are to be. Express yourself and walk in the calling that you have. Be clear about who you are. Be clear about who you are in love with and who loves you back. Be clear about what you do and be clear about how you make sense out of life. But that's the second quarter. But then comes halftime. When you get to halftime, it's time to look back over your life and ask, how have you been playing the game? If you're at halftime, it's time to look at your decision making. It's time to look at what you have done and who you have been and ask yourself, is this my best self? Then you got to go into the third quarter. Now, those of you who know sports, we know that we call the third quarter the coach's quarter. 
The third quarter is when you look at the first half and you ask yourself, how was I playing? You look at the score. Am I behind? Am I ready? Am I tracking for retirement? Have I done all that I can do? Because in the third quarter, you may still have strength, but you're moving towards that day when you have more sense than strength. You can't fumble the ball in the third quarter like you did in the first and second quarter and still expect to win. Fumble the ball means you can't make the same silly mistakes of childhood when you're living in your third quarter. When you're living in your third quarter, you're beginning to think legacy and you're beginning to think how you pass on your knowledge to the next generation. But then in the fourth quarter, That's from 61 to 80. If you have played the game well, you ought to be able to hold the ball and wait for time to run out. If you're in the third quarter, that's when you begin to get other people and help them to get in their game. There's something that we'll talk about later on in these episodes. We'll talk about a man's life is best understood when we learn, earn, and then return. In other words, in the beginning of your life, you're learning. And then in the middle of your life, you earn and you do and you produce. And then at the end of your life, you return. You give of what you have done and give it back. Return and teach someone else. Return and help someone else. When you're in your fourth quarter, it's time for you to begin to think about doing more coaching than playing. It's time for you to think about who are you going to pass all of your learning on to? Who are you going to pass all of the teachings on to? All of the joys, the successes of your life, who are you going to share that with? It's time to begin to think about the rocking chair test. When you sit down in the rocking chair and you think back over your life, do you think back over your life with joy? Do you think back over your life with fond memories? Or do you think back over your life with a lot of regrets? Well, I want to challenge you that as I call out the warrior in you, there's a way for us to look at where we are and decide to get in the game. Maybe you're a young boy and it's time for you to start the first quarter. It's time for you to get in, discover yourself, and do what you believe you have been created to do. If you're in the second quarter, It's time to to put away childish things and give your best and begin to do the thing that you've been created to do and make collaborations with people and work hard. In the third quarter, it's time for you to assess where you are. It's time for you to begin to make plans for the December of your days. If you're in the fourth quarter, it's time for you to begin to look at who you can pass this on to. How do you wrap it up? How do you land the plane? And then for those of you that are over 80, that's called overtime. That's the time we thank God for who you are and what you have done. And we look to hear from you that we might learn from your lifestyle. Well, listen, I am so grateful to have had this conversation, and I hope that you will join me every week as we sit down and discuss issues of what it means to be a man. I'm calling out the warrior in you. My journey around the world, I've studied different warrior class. I've studied the samurai in Japan. I've studied Navy SEALs in America. 
I've studied the warriors of Kenya. I've studied the warriors in Israel. I've studied the warriors in Palestine. There are men all over this world that understand a man that is doing his best, has faith, loves his family, concerned about community, and wants to make the world a better place. If that's you, I want to invite you to join me in becoming a righteous warrior. I'm going to call out the warrior in you. I hope at times to make you mad, and I hope to hear from you. I hope at times to affirm your struggle and affirm the joys and successes of your life. But if you'll join me in this journey, I hope to encourage you to become the best man that you can be, and we can make a difference in this world. Listen, I'm Alan Waller. This is the Righteous Warrior Podcast because I'm calling out the warrior in you. Thank you for listening to the Righteous Warriors Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and think it would benefit somebody you know, help them wake up the warrior inside and share the episode with them. You can also leave a review or submit questions to Dr. Alan Waller by heading to RighteousWarriorsLLC.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.